0: In this short video, which I filmed at Michael Ellis' seminar in Iowa in April of 2009, we have a young lady that's training her dog for AKC obedience and for the show ring, and she wants Michael to help her with some of her work. Michael has never met her before, so he asks her to do what she would normally do, and then after watching this, he offers some suggestions. We'll watch it here. All
1: right. He needs to stand steady mm-hmm. and head up. So, uh, and we're focusing on obedience stuff? What are we, what are, what are we focused on? Um, I, I combine obedience with my confirmation. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what I would say is we haven't worked together uh, the first time here. Why don't you do um, whatever would be a normal session for you? So, like, if you were going to do obedience with him, come in and do a little bit of what you would normally do.
0: So I can just sort of
1: see what it looks like if you were going to practice. Okay, so he's 22 months and he's just named behaviors at this point. Okay, so show
0: me what you, what you would do with that. Shine. Lie down. Uh-uh. Lie down. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Shine.
1: Sit. Yes. Shine. Uh-uh. What a good down. Oh, that's a very good down. Thank you. Okay. Good. Here. Shake. Good job. Good job. Down. Sit down. Give me five. Give me five. Oh, very good. stand. Good job. Okay. Good job. Hey. What a good boy. Lie down. Sort of. Okay. One way of releasing the dog. Sometimes you so for instance, sometimes, sometimes you say yes when you're rewarding the dog, but you say it multiple times as if you're using it like praise. Right? So for instance, what we want to think about is our reward marker, our bridge, our terminal bridge, is um, like a snapshot of a moment in time. It's communicating to the dog exactly when they did something right. So for so instance, you asked lay down, he lay down, it. you said yes. And then as you went to feed you said yes twice Like yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right, well you lose the power of it to pinpoint the correct moment if you say it multiple times. Unlike if I'm saying like, oh, what a good boy, you're good, right?
0: So then, then I'm telling
1: you, okay, that's generally keeping you engaged. I'm telling you, I like what you're doing. Kind of keep doing that, actually, right? But we lose the power of our reward marker if we say it multiple times. Because then dog um, says, what exactly did I get paid for? Was it the moment I laid down? Was it when you are reaching out and started crane my neck forward, right? What exactly was it? Um, and then some of the time you would say it, the first time you use it, you would say it and then you would pay the dog. And other times you would be, you need act of pay the dog as you said So be careful about that as well. Ask for it. Ask for it. If he does it, mark it, pay it. Once. once right? Mark it once. You can pay it by jumping around, petting him, feeding him, whatever you want, whatever's reinforcing to him, right? The other thing is, um, and some of the times you would release him with an okay and pay him. And some of the times you release him with your reward word. you pay him with your reward you word, but you didn't release him from the position, right? With a dog like him, who's sort of like a little mellow, right? What we want to do is we want to make motivation for, for whatever it is. We want to maximize our motivation. With him, the best thing would be is if when you rewarded him, you released him. So make sure you're is that I would use okay as my, as, as my bridge, as my terminal bridge, right? So let's say he's, you're asking for to sit, he sits. You say, okay, oh, jump, move, feed, 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 right? So what happens is make, we get a lot more power from it if the reward itself is not just a piece of food, but a little mini event, right? Especially with dogs that work, and I can treat the food a little bit in the same way I treat a toy. So I ask him to do something, he does it, I say whatever his reward is gonna be, which is for me inherently a release, but if you're using okay to release it, then I would just use okay as my reward order. He does whatever it is, you say okay, you move, and have him chase the food, and make a little bit of action, put the food around your feet a couple times, you pat on, whatever it is, you make a little mini event, which holds it up. And by not having to hold the position, like stability is not gonna be his problem, right? Yeah. But him holding the position, is not a problem, it's him doing it, so what I would come for is don't ask him to hold it that so much, get him to do it, and immediately break yeah, him out of it. Right, kind of thing.
0: the other thing is, um,
1: like he was confusing two behaviors, the bow and the down, together. So I would be careful about doing them back to back at this stage. So what I tend to do is, the other thing is when we work on behaviors, the best way to work them generally is drill really same behavior multiple times in a row kind of quickly. So I would go down, I would release him feed, feed, feed. Down, release him feed, feed him, down, release him feed. So the more reps I get in a concentrated time frame, the faster he gets at it,
0: and the more fluid he
1: gets at it. If I mix from item to item a lot, I get fewer reps of each individual behavior in a given session, so they don't get as sharp. Right? It's a little like a, a tennis player going out. When they practice they don't practice by playing a match of tennis. They practice by hitting five hundred backhands in a row. <laughs> four hands in a row. And it's, uh, when we're doing skills initially, I would do that, and avoid doing skills together that sort of are close, where the dog to get confused. That's a proving thing for me. Like the difference between bow and down for him would be a proving thing. So I'd get them both good, really solid in isolation, before I ask him to do them back to back. because when I, And eventually, I want to, for sure. want to ask him to down, and then immediately ask him to bow, and then ask him to down again, so if he's listening. But while he's learning, they get hung up like that. So it's like a sit-stand. Sit exactly. And usually when I do the sit-stand, the, the sit uh, drop each of those pieces, I'll work one of them at a time in the beginning. So, like, for instance, if I was going to work sits, I would come out and just do 10 sits in a row. Then I'd go to do something else. And then I might come back a little later, and 10 down in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'd do something else.
0: If you would like to attend one of Michael's seminars, you can go to our website, I've put the address on the screen, and see what his schedule is. Michael's also opening a school in San Francisco in August of this year for dog trainers. We will post more information on that later. I'm also producing a series of videos with Michael Ellis. The first one will be out in several weeks. If you're interested in these, we always announce them in our semi-weekly newsletter. If you'd like to watch some of the free streaming videos that I have on my website, you can go to this web address now. I have a number of uh, free streaming training videos and then a number of product videos also.